On a damp spring night in New York City in 1975, Patrolman Russell Slayton and his partner Jim Finney of the 114th Precinct, Queens, observed a man carrying a large plastic trash bag climbing out of a second-story window. They believed that they had probable cause to stop and question the man they suspected was in process of committing a burglary. Slayton, the senior of the two men, told Finney to pull the patrol car over and stay put, get on the radio, and tell the precinct what was going on. He then got out of the car, unbuttoning the retaining strap on his pistol, and fixing it so that the butt protruded from the slit in his tunic. He left his nightstick in the car and took instead a six-cell flashlight. This was not the kind of flashlight you buy in the hardware store. It was the kind policemen buy in the special little shops that cater to the law enforcement trade. It was made out of the same quality aluminum alloy used in the skin of an airliner, with a double thickness at the head and an acrylic lens thicker than the bottom of a Coke bottle. Except that it lit up, Slayton's flashlight would not have been out of place at the Battle of Agincourt. Swinging this flashlight, Slayton walked toward the man, who had by this time descended the fire escape to the street. Ten years on the force, and the butterflies were still flapping around in Slayton's belly. The man looked around and spotted Slayton and the patrol car. Slayton tensed. To his amazement, the guy waved cordially, shouldered his trash bag, and started to walk away. He even smiled. Slayton could see the flash of his white teeth. Hey, you! Slayton shouted. The guy kept walking. Slayton clicked on his flash and caught the man in its sharp beam. Stop right there, fella! The man turned and pointed inquiringly at his chest, a look of surprise on his face. Slayton thought later that this was the time he should have pulled his gun out, but something about the man's appearance made him hesitate. He was well-built, fairly tall, good-looking, and expensively dressed in a short leather jacket and tailored slacks. His dark hair was carefully barbered, and he appeared relaxed and confident, almost jaunty. And he was white. Slayton, who was black, didn't actually think of what would happen to him if he were to shoot some rich white dude involved in some suspicious-looking but actually innocent business in this quiet middle-class neighborhood, but he was aware of the consequences at some level of his consciousness. He therefore did not pull his gun, nor did he shout, Yeah, you, asshole! You see anybody else on the damn street? Which was what came first to his mind. Instead, he said, Ah, sir, if you could step over here, I need to ask you a couple of questions.